The Home Show with Tom Tynan podcast is made possible thanks to our partners like Overhead Door Company of Houston, the original, authentic Overhead Door Company of Houston. I'm a hard-working man, working man, working man, working man. Good morning, Houston. It's time for the sport of home improvement. I can ride rope, a hammer and paint, do things with my hands that most men can't. I'm a hard-working man. Welcome to Home Show Radio. Save money, save time with Houston's home improvement leader for 35 years. Here's Tom Tynan. And we continue on with Home Show Radio. I'm Tom Tynan. Call me. 281-833-3333. Just adjust in a knob here to get my, uh, my uh, level right. There we go. So call me, 281-833-3333. I think I have a tube that's going out. Yes, I have a tube in my radio equipment. I can't believe it. I didn't even know. Chad said, he got a tube in there. Really? Uh, I can't even go down to 7-Eleven and do the tube checker. Remember those days? Uh, yeah, I'm, I know. There's like six of you out there said, I remember I used to do that. Yeah. When we go in the back of the television, just grab all the tubes, see which one's bad. I know. It was a tube checker at 7-Eleven. Then you get some. Some uh, Big Red and no Dr. Pepper or whatever, and get your tubes checked. <laughs> All right, let's see here. Let's move on. Talk to Sean. Sean, you're on Home Show Radio. Hey, Tom. How you doing? I'm doing fine, sir. I, I have a uh, – my girls play golf, and I've been looking uh, at those, those, um, those mini greens in the backyard. Yeah. And I was trying to see, uh, do you have any information on how to, because they said I need to cut off the uh, the first, the front part, I guess, where the grass is. And I'm trying to see what do I need to do to make sure that, that uh, that's sealed so it doesn't get uh, water underneath underneath that green. So are you going with the synthetic or the real grass? I'm going synthetic grass. Okay, whatever the manufacturer says to do. I, I don't know about the synthetics. It's getting to be a new trend now. People are doing it more and more. I remember years ago when I golfed, I wanted to put a real green in my backyard, and then the guy told me you had to mow it every three days or something. I said, well, forget that. I'm not doing that. So I never I never followed through with it. But as far as the synthetics go, uh, they're so new, uh, you're going to have to uh, – uh, pick the one you want and, and talk to the manufacturer. You can do it on their websites and stuff, I'm sure. They'll be more than happy to help you. But uh, whatever they recommend you do, you do it. I'm not going to make it up, and I don't think anybody should be out there making this stuff up. They should have some uh, some real uh, guidance on this one. Okay, okay. But it should it should have something that, because that, I've been looking, it should have something that sealed it or, or like some, like once I take it off, it has some rock or something that maybe I'm supposed to pound down. I, I didn't with the one I was looking at. It didn't. It didn't give that uh, that specification. Most of the time, gave, I don't think you're going to use a rock because it's going to be too uh, rough and, and it's not going to be real flat. So usually, in I can throw this at you, and you can. I'm not going to tell you this exactly how to do it because I've never put one down, and I'm sure you could do different things. But when we put pavers or something down, we stabilize the soil underneath so it's real hard and flat. And what we do is you take uh, Portland cement, bags of that, and you dump it into the ground, and you till it into the ground, and then you compact it, just the, the, 
just where you want it. You use a compactor, you get the slope right, and you use, uh, you know, with shovels and stuff and compacting it until you get a nice, super flat surface. And so that I know about the edge of it, I'm not sure how that works, whether water gets underneath there or not. It seems to me that if it's sitting flat, that wouldn't be a big issue uh, if, if it gets the water wicks under the dirt. But with compacting the soil with the cement mixed in it, it becomes real hard like, like concrete. So it's not going to take a lot of water into the dirt itself. I can't imagine you having a void under there. That's what, you, that's what I would avoid with the rocks. If you put rocks under there, you're going to have these little voids where water will want to travel. So I don't think a rock or gravel is going to be the answer to something like that. I think it's going to be a compacted uh, surface like a compacted dirt. Okay. I sure appreciate it. Enjoy the show. All right. Well, good luck, and let me know how it works because it's a, it's a new trend. It's interesting. There's some landscapers out there doing it. You might want to talk to them. Uh, synthetic grass. Now, my question is, is what happens to the dog stuff? People say, I would put it out there because – what they're selling it now is for for dog runs and things. But what do you do? How do you clean it? They poop and they pee on it and they do stuff like that. So what do you do? That you have to go out and pick it up. Ew! <laughs> All right, I don't know if it's for me. Jeff, hang loose a minute. We'll get right to you. But uh, I just want to tell you about a swimming pool and how you can maintain your swimming pool, take care of it, have someone take care of it. You have so many boxes you can check when you have a swimming pool. All right. Do-it-yourselfers. Let's start with the do-it-yourselfers. You want to take care of the water quality and everything yourself, then you're going to need some help. You're going to need a place to get your water tested. You're going to need a place to buy the proper chemicals. You're going to need all of that, and clean and clear pools is the place to go. They will take. They, they will be your laboratory of chemicals and water testing and all this, so you can do it yourself. I have a problem with doing a pool myself. I tried it. I tried it for years. I destroyed the plaster. But you have to buy all these chemicals. You're always running around getting stuff. Your water can change overnight. Uh, it's better to have someone like a water treatment uh, a company that takes care of your, let's say, a water treatment plant. You know, they, they, they have a regular interval. They, it's always done just as a science if it's done right. And they bring the pool up to a certain level, and they know when it's going to get down to a certain level. So they're bringing it back up. And it, it's a little bit of a ride. And it's the same thing with a swimming pool. And it's usually about a week. So really good swimming pool maintenance people will get that pool to a certain level when they come out to, to visit your pool, take care of it, clean it, and do all that vacuum and everything too. And then they know they have to be back in, in usually it's seven days, right, one week. And it can't go beyond that point. If there is, there's something happened, like, you know, you get some terrible rain or something like that. So it is a constant roller coaster if somebody's staying on it all the time. Now, I, clean and clear pools can do that, too. And then when it comes to equipment, your equipment breaks down. I had a vacuum cleaner I turned on the other day. And it just kind of sat there. Sad. It was very sad. The little tail was going... You know, and the water was shooting through it, and it was just laying there on its side like I'd killed it. <laughs> Maybe I did. Well, you take it down there, and they're going to rebuild the whole thing because I got bad bearings in it. So you have this company here in town, Clean and Clear Pools, that will take care of it all for you. And if you just want to redo your equipment, your motors aren't working right, you want to have some kind of uh, uh, light show in your pool, whatever the case may be, these people are experts. So what do you have? You have their storefront with the do-it-yourselfers. You have the weekly maintenance you can have done, which I do. And then when something breaks, you give them a call and say, hey, come do, th uh, come fix this on the pool equipment. Or if you have one of their weekly maintenance, they'll give you a little note saying, hey, 
<clears throat> we noticed that your pool pump is not working properly. Uh, would you please call us and we'll discuss what we found? I like that because I'm not looking at that equipment all the time. So you have all these different services with clean and clear pools, and that's what you want. So if you have a swimming pool, if it's an older pool like mine and you're redoing the equipment like I have, call them. Man, the stuff they're doing, it, it looks it's beautiful work. And the salt systems today, he's telling me 80% of his pools now are all salt. And I ha- I have a salt pool. I, I've had one for about 15 years. Uh, I had to redo the salt stuff now. It's been about 15 years, and I finally had to redo it. And they did it for me and, and put a great system in. But uh, it is just a better way to have a pool. It's a healthier way for you and your children, too. So think about that also. But they'll take care of it all. One way or the other, they can fit. If you're a pool owner... Or about to be. This is a company you need to know about. Clean and clear pools. A lot of pool companies will build pools, but they don't take care of them. This company takes care of them. They don't build them. They take care of them. So find out more about them at homeshowradio.com. But this is the company that you need to have for your swimming pool. However it fits into your matrix. You work hard for your money. Choose professionals who do the same. Choose experts who've earned Tom's trust. Certified home show pros. Ideal Roofing. Installing quality material with quality workmanship. Advanced Home Exteriors. Hardy pros you can trust for hardy color plus siding. Lord's Chimney. Your chimney and fireplace solution. Find Tom's directory of trusted home show pros anytime for any project at homeshowradio.com. Now, more Home Show Radio with Tom Tynan. Let's get back to the calls. Let's talk to Jeff. Jeff, you're on Home Show Radio. Good morning, Tom. Hey, Jeff. I have a couple of quick questions, more like opinions. So first opinion is, what, what is your opinion on scratch and dent appliances? I think they're fine. In fact, I've bought several in my lifetime. Yes. Do you know? Do you know of a place where you can go besides the big box stores? Yes, there's a place in town I've bought. A, I don't know about scratch and dent. I don't know of a scratch and dent place, uh, but sometimes they have them. You know, like you buy a floor model or something. Uh, so. Uh, as proven products is where I've bought many of my appliances over the years, and I know they're still in business. They've been here since Houston started. But uh, the box stores everybody goes to now, and uh, that's not necessarily the best place to go, but is definitely the most convenient. Okay. Yeah, and uh, I, I actually bought a scratch and dent from them. It had a it had a dent in the back. It wasn't scratched. It was just dented. Actually, I'm trying to remember. It was a refrigerator. It was on the side that went up against the cabinets. Nobody ever saw it anyway. And I, there was a guy. The owner there at the time was named Jeff. I remember this is a story. I mean, you're taking me back a million years. And it worked great. And Jeff sold it to me at because he was going to move it. And he, he you can't sell them new once they have somebody puts a dent in it. So I said, man, I'll take it. And I had that refrigerator for a long time. I can't even remember the brand, but it was a long time ago. Do you, do you still get the warranties with it, like the manufacturer? Most warranty? of the time, yes. In my case, yeah. It's it's still new. It just has a dent. So it's not a warranty. You'll have to ask them. Let, find out wherever you buy it from, uh, whether it's you know refurbished or whatever. But uh, it, it, you'll have to ask them. But I did, yes. Yeah, because um, they don't just, make new appliances that last very long anymore. New appliances are I, – I can't use the word I want to use. They're not good. 
You know what I'm finding no, the most not. problem with is all the digital displays. They just burn out, and and the LED lights in the refrigerators burn out. That's where I'm having my biggest complaint. I'm not it's happy very- with any refrigerators I've bought, and I'm not happy except with one dishwasher so far. I've bought everything else. In fact, I just did a new wiring uh, harness on an old oven of mine and rebuilt the whole thing, cleaned it up, put new parts in it, and put it back together because I, I don't want to buy a new one. And this is... This particular oven is 25 years old, and I built it right back to new again, and it and it looks great. So I don't like the new appliances at all, and it's, it's a reason is is nothing is made in the U.S. right now. I'm glad to say that a lot of it's going to be coming back. Uh, we're going through a big transition in this country for the in the next five ten years, but right now it is made as like garbage. I concur with that. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> All right, you can tell I'm passionate about I, it. I, yes, I know sir. what you're thinking because my washer is 19 years old, and I, I had to go get a part for it, and I was talking to the the parts guy, and he's like, they don't make them like that anymore. I said, my parents had a Whirlpool that lasted 25, you know, yeah. 30 years. He's like, yeah, they want you to keep buying new ones. Yeah, they do. Everything's throwaway, and it's going to become more throwaway with the new uh, energy standards. Uh, everything now, because it'll be so expensive to fix, like the new uh, regulations on motors and things, even when you get into pool pumps and stuff, uh, pool pump now, if you're buying a new pool pump uh, system in there, it can be two to $4,000 as opposed to $450. And it's all because it's based on the California regs that the feds just made nationwide, and the same with air conditioning systems. So everything will be a 10-year throwaway. There, that is for sure because it's too expensive to fix. But the older ones, you can still get parts for a lot of them. I, I go to a, a website. They even give you videos on how to fix them. So if people are still into it, you can fix old appliances, and you can get parts for cars, and you can get parts for uh, appliances too. And then there's there's a lot out there online. Yeah, I well, I laugh at how it's saving energy if you constantly have to throw these things away. Oh, it's it's a it's a it's the dumbest group of people ever running the world right now. And hopefully, like anything, it will change because what they're doing is creating just huge toxic waste dumps everywhere to meet some kind of electricity usage thing. Instead of worrying about how to make electricity with these plants a lot more efficient, which it's easy to do, and pollution catchers and stuff, they're just making the consumer pay for nothing or pay for a lot of something that's doing nothing and causing more problems right down to the mining of everything we're pulling out of the earth. It's a mess. I, I I agree. Yep. Um, my second opinion or question is: I know you you bought a, a beach house mm-hmm. and everything. How I don't know if you can explain on the radio. Like, how do you or what do you look for when you go by? Are you looking at a beach house? You know, is there? I mean, obviously foundation, but is there certain criteria you look at or? Quite frankly, yeah. I'm just not really sure. No, it's actually a good question. The first thing, when I buy a house, I I don't buy a big fancy house. They got million-dollar mansions down on the beach. I just find that ridiculous because it's going to end up in the bay someday. Uh, But some people have a lot of money, and I don't. So I'm very conservative. They're usually small. A foundation is not an issue, actually, because most of them are on stilts. And what you're looking at is the structure. And, and that's what you care about. You're not looking for the best air conditioner. You're not looking for the best appliances. You're not looking for the best countertops. You're looking for a structure that you can work with and you enjoy it as a beach house. You have to remember, and I've lived next to the ocean all my life from Miami to here. I love the ocean. In fact, I'm heading back down for spring break next week. 
Uh, nothing is perfect. The ocean always wins. The salt air always wins. So you have to accept what you're buying is not being perfect, but the structure you want good. So that means your stilts have to be good, your beams, all that stuff, the whole framing, and you have to meet the certain requirements so your insurance rates stay down. That's what I look at. As far as the wiring and the plumbing, the house I bought, the plumbers were, they, they had to be on drugs uh, when they did the plumbing. So I'm fixing the plumbing in the house little by little. I'm not really that concerned about it because it's a PEX pipe and it's easy to work with. Uh, the electrical system was so-so, but I'm replacing some breakers and redoing the panel. I, I don't care about that either. Uh, but what I care about is the structure. The structure was done real well, and I know the framing crew that did it, and they did a great job framing it, and it's super simple. And that's what I wanted when we were looking at something like this. And it's not big. It's only like 1,200 feet. It's 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 small. It's for, you know, for two people, and it's it's nice. Yeah, I, I, I we're looking at. I don't want a two story or anything like that. And I wouldn't. Uh, no, it's ours is a single story. It looks like a double wide on stilts, but it's all new and clean and p- freshly painted. And that's all I care about is is just being there. So you've got to remember that everything you own there will be washed away in twenty four hours. As long as you accept that next to the ocean, you're good. And when the storms come. You just go. Just get out of there if you live down there. Don't don't do anything. Don't ride it out. Don't try to go down and save anything. Just let it go and and and, and see what happens. I've always had houses down by the ocean, and even Hurricane Ike took the bottom of one out. I sold it and got another one later, and so it's not a big deal. I actually made money even with the Hurricane Ike on the property. The property stays there unless you're on. Don't ever buy on the frontage. Always buy at least one to two rows back. Yes, that's what I've been told. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I don't know why people buy on the front. It's crazy. They don't understand. It's going to be gone one day, and it's going to take a weekend, and all of a sudden their house is gone. It's down in, in the valley because everything washes downhill, which is down the coast. Well, Tom, I thank you very much, and you have a good weekend. All right, brother. I appreciate it. Thank you. Good, co- good call, good conversation. And it's really important if you are going to invest. Now, you could ask me, what do you do in the mountain home where it's covered with snow at six months out of the year? I owned one of those in Lake Placid once out of uh, uh, because I wanted to be around my children during a, a, a time in my life. So there was a reason I did it. I don't, I don't ever want to see snow again. I don't like cold. I'll take hot. I'll work in a warehouse in Brownsville all day long with uh, just a cup of water. I'm good. But you put me in the cold weather, I'm the biggest baby in the world. I don't want anything to do with it. I never want to ski again. I never want to do any of that stuff. All right, let's move on. Daniel, you're going to be next. Just hang with us, man, so I can stay on the clock. Uh, let's see. This is CrimSafe. Ah, they give me these little acronyms. I have to look at it. It's like being in the Army or at the college. Everything doesn't make sense sometimes. CRS, CrimSafe Security Screens. I had a great interview yesterday with the owner of one of the owners of CrimSafe, the people that run the whole thing, and uh, got to have an interview with their son, Jackson. And it was a good interview, and I, I wish you had heard it. If you hadn't, we didn't save it. Um, maybe it might be on a on a podcast somewhere. I don't follow that. But the CrimSafe security screens, and when I was over there talking to them at their booth, because they're at the uh, Lone Star Convention Center today, I was noticing, I didn't really bring it up to them, but as we were talking, I was looking past them and looking at their display. And they have some sliding screen doors now, which I really like. I'm trying to figure out, I was driving home yesterday, where can I use these on one of my properties? Because uh, that's okay. I have the swinging ones, but these sliders looked really nice. And they're so secure. I wish I had a big opening. I almost want to just cut a hole in my wall and put one in. 
But I have this, the CrimSafe security screens keeps all the thugs out. Nobody can get through them. You can, and he even walks on them. You can't, you can put a a 200 pound man on there and walk over the top of them. They don't, you can't get through them. They're perfect for the ocean because they become like a, uh, a boarded up window, but it also has a, uh, for flying objects and stuff, it protects the windows and also uh, a solar screen issue because they're solar screens too. And that's what they look like. And for egress, they have a door from the inside that swings out. So you think it's a screen, but it's actually a, a hidden door so you can escape during a fire or any other reason you want to get out of there. You want to go out and party and come home and just make sure you uh, prop the, the screen open so when you come home, you get back in. <coughs> yes, I was a sneaky little kid, that's for sure. Uh, the fact is, though, it is a beautiful product, and you will sleep better at night knowing no one can come through your windows. And when the criminals see it, they oh, I can get through that. They'll come, they can bang on it with a sledgehammer. Of course, I might want to just go out and smack him in the back of the head, tell him to stop it, but uh, or do something worse than that. I don't want to do anything. I don't want to hurt anybody. But if they try to get in, they can't. So I can sit and laugh at them. Ha <laughs> Make faces. That would be funny, actually. Uh, they make a commercial like that where you're making faces at the guy trying to get in your window and he can't. That actually would be a great commercial. I'm going to bring that up next time we have a meeting. CrimSafe security screens. Find out more about them. Go to our website. We have videos. You can see how durable they are, how beautiful they are, and how uh, thug-proof they are, too, by going to homeshowradio.com. And I count the days and the miles back home to you On that highway 20 ride Now back to Home Show Radio with Tom Tynan. All right, let's talk to Daniel. Daniel, you're on Home Show Radio. Hey, Tom, how's it going? Very good, sir. So, I know you were talking about the cold weather. You hate it, but uh, I'm... That's okay, yes, that's just me. And uh, so, point-of-use filters you were talking about yesterday, what brand do you recommend? Um, Unfortunately, I'm in Minnesota, not in Texas, but uh, is there a certain brand or anything that you recommend? Yes, uh, as far as a drinking water filter. Yes, points of view uh, in the kitchen. You want to, the, the type, well, let's start with the type, and then I mean, there's a lot of brands, and I'll tell you the one that I like a lot. So if you can get your hands on it, Minnesota. Uh, I, I've never been to Minnesota. I send a lot of roofers out of my college up there for Schwickerts. I don't know if you're familiar with them. Uh, but mm-hmm. uh, it is a reverse osmosis. It's the only way to go. Okay. So that's going to be the type of filter. And the one I, I like the best, and I've had a bunch of them, and you can get them from companies, you know, where, where, what's local for you, whether it's Culligan or different ones, or you can even go to Home Depots and Lowe's and buy them. So a reverse osmosis has to meet a standard, so you're going to be okay with that. Some are easier than others. Uh, the one I use is Kinetico. It's called a K5 drinking water station is how it's referred to. And Kinetico is K-I-N. Okay. Okay, that's a nice one. It, it, the reason I like it, it's so simple. And some of them get overcomplicated and they get leaks and stuff. So that one, I, I like the way it's engineered. It's simple to install and it really works well. And it's easy to get the filters. There's two filters you replace. It has a little uh, system on there that tells you when to replace it. Most of them don't, so people forget. And the one thing about point of use, and you, this is a great question. I'm glad you bring it up because water's so dear to me and how important it is to me that we're just ignoring that part of our environment is the fact that uh, people buy filters 
and they never change. The, this one has a post filter and a pre filter you change uh, about once a year in my case. And if you don't change them, what happens? It contaminates. And, and then the refrigerators and stuff, people are always putting those filters in and forgetting about them. But it starts to contaminate the water even worse because it's so full of junk. They do have hmm. to be replaced regularly. Okay. And so is it, what is it, every six months to a year? It depends on how many people and how much water. You know, it, it okay. depends if you have five people in your home or if me, it, it's just two of us. So it, it's about one year for us. Uh, but okay. if you have a family of six, it might be every uh, eight months. But on this particular one, it has a little gauge and it tells you. So you never forget. And if it gets really dirty, which I like, this is for people who don't who forget about it, it shuts it off. So you can't, it can't contaminate it. And with a reverse osmosis, if you're not familiar, it goes through several little filters. One's the, the post filter afterwards, but it goes through a membrane and it squeezes all kinds of the, all the junk out of it through this membrane. So all you have left is literally water, what you're going to be drinking. It goes into a holding tank. And then the rest of the junk, about for every gallon you make, about two gallon goes down the drain. And it takes all the garbage, all the pesticides, fungicides, arsenics, anything that's in there, it's gone. And you just send it back to where you sent it. Or if you want to just, my first one, I had it just go into the flower bed out front. And the flowers really liked all that stuff, but uh, people don't. Okay, thank you. I have a second part of that question. Sure. So a big thing right now is the uh, Kangen water, which is... um, is that better than reverse osmosis or because they're saying like, oh, it's, you know, alive water or, but I, I didn't really understand what they're talking about. What well, I didn't, I didn't hear what you called it. What was it? Uh, Kangen water. Not familiar. I'm not sure not about familiar. the live water. I'm, I'm not sure what's going on. There's so many different things. Now they're going into pH balances. They're going into a lot of different things. Exactly. Uh, so most important thing for me. What I do know is a lot of people are have heart conditions and stuff. They need a lot of minerals. And by taking all the minerals and stuff out of the water, there is a deficiency that goes in with drinking super pure water. But you can get that through your diet and you can get that through supplements if you really need it. In the Kinetico line, if you have a very special medical reason where you want to have certain things put back into the water, you actually can do it. They have some filter additives that you can put in there for people who have medical issues. But it is so rare that people would have, uh, you know, a medical issue that would require them to do something more special with the water than just having pure water. I can't imagine uh, anybody doing that unless they're really, uh, you know, they're under doctor's orders and very closely watched for very odd disease. Okay. Well, thank you very much. I, I really appreciate it. Yeah, I'm telling you, I think it's the best way to go. But I, how, how come you listen in Minnesota? How'd you know about us? Are you from Texas? I'm originally from Houston, yeah. Oh, cool. Well, if yep. you like so the cold weather, you're in the right radio. place. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Tom. All right, Daniel. Thanks for listening up there still. I, I, I think that's awesome. Uh, always curious because what has happened in radio, and I, I want you all to understand this doesn't help you with your career. When you do local radio, I'm a local radio personality, just so you get a little idea. I had this discussion yesterday with someone about radio and what the future of radio is. Uh, we, we stay on the air because we have local people that support us. You know of my local people like McGrath Pest Control, Clean and Clear Pools. I can go on and on about all of them because you hear me talk about them, and I have to because I want them to do well. When they do well and they service 
my my uh, listeners really well, which I'm very proud that they do, and I'm very particular about that. You don't hear me doing car lots and weight loss things. I don't, I don't do that kind of stuff. That's why I don't work for a radio station because I didn't really work well with the uh, sales department because instant gratification isn't something I've looked for. I've always looked for longevity and quality uh, in my life. And 36 years now doing this show, I think I've found that part of it. Uh, but it is weekends only, <laughs> so and there's a reason for that, believe me. Not on my end, but on radio end. But as far as that goes, if you have people listening all over the world now, and I do, we'll, we'll get questions from Idaho, and here's a gentleman from Minnesota, and they're not necessarily moved from Texas. We even had a, a group, I have a group in Oregon that's been listening to me for many, many years, uh, overseas in Europe. Uh, but it doesn't help you in radio, but it's very flattering that someone would listen from a different area when you're, when you're a local radio personality. So for anybody that's listening outside of the Houston area, thank you. Uh, you're making my life better, and I hope to make yours better too. So uh, I really appreciate it because as I get closer to, you know, my re- I don't know if I will retire. I'm always going to work. But as I get older, I, I really appreciate what radio has done. It's the longest job I've ever had. All my other jobs, maybe five, six years, except building. I was building off and on for 20 years, uh, 30 years actually. Uh, so it's just it's nice to have some consistency on the weekends. I guess that's the best way to say. And I couldn't do it without my listeners, so I want to say thank you very much. Texas Floors is one of the people that have supported this show for many, many years. Jason and Ryan over at Texas Floors, they have that same philosophy. They just want to take care of their clientele. They want my listeners to have the best experience. They want them to have the best floor for whatever you're doing. The floor covering industry has changed dramatically. If you talk to Jason or Ryan, both of them, their their parents, their their fathers were in the uh, floor covering business 45 years ago, whatever it might be. It was a very simple business back then. All you had to do was sell carpet and tile and, and some wood and you're done. Today, it's a whole different ball game. So you have to really be on top of all the new floors. And the newest one, we just I, I just was over at their new design center uh, maybe eight weeks ago or so. And we did a video. It was fun. I, I got to do it with Jason. It was a lot of fun doing it. And uh, they've got this new thick. It's like a, it's a hybrid between a wood, a plastic laminate, and a vinyl on the top. And it's, it's beautiful. That's going to be my next choice. When I need a floor, I'm really looking at that, and I'm, I'm thinking of a couple of places I want to use it and try it out. And the styles and, and the looks of it are just gorgeous, and they just wear so well. It's almost indestructible, some of them. Anyway, you can find it all at Texas Floors. You can meet the greatest people to help you out with that. And the people that are on the sales floor, they'll help you. They, they have a great uh, design center. They just moved to a bigger location. It's in the same area. It's Spring Cypress and 290, but you will get a kick out of it. And Shopping at home, they encourage you. If you kind of know what you want, they'll load up the samples and come see you because they need to come to your house anyway. Let them let you experience shopping at home at the convenience of your place, whether it's your business, your home, and, of course, the convenience of your time, too. As long as it's not 2 in the morning, although if it's a big enough job, they might meet you at 2 in the morning. I don't know. That's between you and them. Texas Floors. We call them the can-do flooring store. You can find out more about them at homeshowradio.com. Might have a little dirt on my boots, but we're gonna dance the dust right off them tonight. Yeah. Now back to Home Show Radio with Tom Tynan. Uh, call me. We have all open lines except for one. 281-833-3333. 281-833-3333. Let's talk to Jeff. 
Jeff, you're on Home Show Radio. Good morning, Tom. How are you today? I'm doing very well. I'm good. I am building a new house, and I have uh, an 8x8 cedar uh, post out front, and I do not want to stain them, but I do want to put something on it. What do you recommend? Well, just a clear sealer for cedar. Uh, there's a bunch of them right. out there. Uh, Flood is a good company. Rain. You'll find some. But, yeah, you just had to remember if the sun hits it or if it gets rained on, you're going to have to do it every six months. Every six months. Yeah, if you want to keep it real real cedar look, brand new cedar look. Yeah. Right. Clear sealers don't hold up. Months, do I need to, like, pressure wash it? I don't know. You'll have to make that decision. I would not let it go that far where you have to try to use a uh, – an acid to, to get the cedar look back. I wouldn't let it turn black and, and discolor first. I would do it okay. before you get to that point. Once it gets to that point, then you're going to have to do all kinds of different things to try to bring it back, and eventually you won't be able to. It will weather. That's what cedar is supposed to do. That's why you see all these cedar fences out there. Even people try to put stains and stuff on them, but they still weather. They're going to weather. It's just the way it is unless you stay on top of it as a regular you know, maintenance thing like you want to do uh, with that. And anything without a pigment at all that has no color in it is not going to last very long. So I need something that's got a pigment uh, in, in the in – the, in the, Yeah, uh, you, you start with your clear sealers, right? They have the least protection, right. but they will protect it and make it last longer. Then you go into your semi-transparent stains. It has a little bit of pigment, but it's still somewhat transparent, but it's going to be a faker-looking color. It won't be the true, real cedar color. They can't match that perfect. Then you have solid color stains, which people end up going to because everything gets discolored over time. They will last longer. And then on top of that, what you have is paint. And that is the best protectant because it has the most pigment. So each one has a little bit more pigment in it. Okay. Okay. All right. Very good. Thank you, Tom. I appreciate it. Uh, you're very welcome, because that's what we do here at Home Show Radio, and we appreciate all you're doing for us. And, uh, again, if you have a question, call me. We have an hour and a half left, a little bit more than, a little less than that. 281-833-3333. A chimney might not be something you're thinking about now, but something you did use in the last 12 weeks, 14 weeks, somewhere in there, right? The, the, the big, long winter, not an, unlike Minnesota, I think there's a little longer, and Mankato is where all our roofers are being sent. And they tell me in the, in the wintertime, it is murder on a, on a roof. And they have to go come back to the valley to, uh, to thaw. I was looking at that during the break. But uh, we train the commercial roofers up in uh, Mankato. And it's always, always good to send them up there. But a chimney, which is really important there, is still something that I think it's more pleasurable here than a necessity. Although, you know what? It can be a necessity. If you set your, your fireplace up with a gas log system and has a nice remote control, it doesn't, it's not hooked up to any electricity, all you need is natural gas, you have it in your house, and you have a problem and you lose your power and you don't have heat, all you have to do is hit a button and all of a sudden you've got a wonderful fireplace. Now, you might have to camp with the kids in the living room around the fireplace, but it's kind of nice. <laughs> it can be. You can make fun, fun with it if, you know, until the power comes back on. So it is a necessity in many cases, so you want it ready at a moment's notice. All right, we got through this winter. Don't think we're going to be needing it much more. I think I just go outside and watching the squirrels and the pollen going and all this stuff. The pollen's driving me crazy. Uh, but it is planting season, and we're getting back into our regular beautiful weather here in Houston. People say, you don't have weather in Houston. Oh, yeah, this is a time of year where our weather is beautiful. Now, 
The pollen might be a little yellow, but the weather is beautiful, and we've experienced that today is a beautiful day, a perfect example. So get your fireplace ready for next winter. If you experienced any problems, well, guess what? Get them fixed. If you want to go that, that next route, like with the fire logs and stuff that we were talking about, the, the gas logs, you can do it with a call to a chimney sweep who will take care of the entire fireplace, make sure there's no leaks, make sure it's not breaching any water, make sure the crown's on top is good shape, make sure that the flue has not got any cracks in it. And I can go on and on. There's so many parts to a fireplace. If you go through a code book and read, and I've put real fireplaces in homes, and I've had to go through and make sure we hit every uh, every little point that we need to to make sure it's within code, it's safe, and, and we're putting in a real fireplace for people. Uh, it, it can, there's a lot of parts and pieces. That's all I got to say. The throat, all kinds of stuff. So the fact is, is this is the time you call Lord's chimney and make sure it's ready for next year. And if you want to upgrade it, some beautiful front doors and upper, uh, damper up on the very top, like we used to use up in Lake Placid, New York, as well as the one in the throat, uh, all of these different things, then they can do it all for you and make sure it's ready for next winter, including a beautiful gas log system, which with a touch of a remote, poof. You've got heat. The reason I bring that story up is back in 19, I want to call it, I want to say it was 83 or 85, somewhere in there, uh, or excuse me, 93 or 95. Uh, we had this huge freeze here, and the power went out. I had three babies. I had them by myself, not the babies themselves. I'm not a birther, but I was raising them. I don't know where the other half was. And I had to get these kids in front of the fireplace, try to settle them down. And I was stealing my neighbor's wood. He didn't care. He was Ken. And it was all frozen. I was trying to burn it in a regular fireplace, trying to keep us warm, not freezing to death. Oh, I'll never forget that. <laughs> I think it was 93. Anywho, we, we survived, but I would have had, sure would have liked gas logs and just clicked it on and then told the kids to shut up and go to sleep. It would have been easier. Anyway, you can get ready for the next one. Because apparently global warming is not coming quick enough for me. And that is with a call to Lord's Chimney. Lord's Chimney is the one that can save you from that night of memories like I have that I will take to my grave. That is true. The night of memories. All right. Call Lord's Chimney there. It's a certified chimney sweep here in the Houston area. Now, back to Home Show Radio with Tom Tyner. But first, let me take a selfie. All right, call me, 281-833-3333. That's 281-833-3333. Let's talk to Mark. Mark, you're on Home Show Radio. Yeah, hey, Tom, how you doing? Doing good. Good, good. Hey, I've got a question. We're going to be building a home in Central Texas, and uh, it has to do with insulation. Uh, they're kind of pushing the open cell uh, foam spray insulation with uh, fresh air intake. Is that something that I should consider? should always have a fresh air intake. It has nothing to do with the insulation. Uh, but as far as foam, I would not consider it at all. I would use formaldehyde-free fiberglass. For the cost, for the effectiveness, for the longevity, and for the breathability. Okay, okay. That's what I was concerned with. And I know I've heard you speak about it before, but I haven't uh, built a house. And so 
so stay away from the foam altogether. Should they do the spray foam then, and uh, not the spray foam, but the spray, the spray insulation in the walls instead of the batting? No, no. Use use the 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 bats in the walls, unfaced formaldehyde-free fiberglass. They'll put it up with a netting, uh, hold it up in place, and in the attic, you use the uh, the blankets, and that can have a facing, but the facing goes down. Okay. 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 So stay away from the foam altogether. Yeah, and and not only that, not just for the reason it, it's gonna. We'll see what happens down the road with with how the health of the house house is, but it's like five times more expensive. Why would you? It's what what we call dumb money. You spend a thousand dollars to save a hundred. It doesn't make any sense. Okay, okay, I got you. I got you. All right. Well, I really appreciate your help. Yeah, I want to give you a little example about this. I just got my electric bill for last month, and. Uh, I have a house that's about 3,000 square feet, and it was $127. And we live when have everything we want, right? We just When we own something, we turn it on, air conditioner, heat, whatever the case may be. The thing is, is electricity is, even though you get caught up in the hype, it's not a bad thing. The way electricity is made with natural gas and stuff, it's very clean. It's very good. Uh, it's very available here in Texas. It always will be. Don't get caught up with all that stuff. In fact, the price of, of electricity, you can. I just was shopping the other night. I haven't committed yet. It went down a penny and a half. So it's still very reasonable. It's only about a little less than two cents more than I'm paying now for my uh, contract I had from 24 months ago, which is up in a couple of weeks. That's not bad. So why would you spend $10,000 extra, $15,000 extra, $20,000 extra to foam a house up, when the most you could save out of $127 is maybe 20 bucks, maybe 8 bucks, maybe 6 bucks. But then you have to have all the electrical, uh, all the equipment, and especially if you do a closed attic. And you have to buy all this other equipment, which is going to be another $40,000 or $30,000 or $20,000, depending how big a house is. Houses are getting bigger. But the fact is, is you don't, if, if any kind of insulation product you buy, any kind of product like that you buy, if you don't get your money back in five years or less, that's 60 months. It's like a car loan, right? In 60 months where it's paid you back 100% of your investment. And after that, it's paying you back and in, in theory, giving you money in your pocket. Uh, then it's not worth buying. Not a 10-year or 20-year payback, but a five-year or less payback. If you buy something and you want to pay back on it and you're buying it to save money, then you better have that. Unfortunately, it's not going to happen. So the formaldehyde-free fiberglass, which I have in my house, is exactly what it's, it's doing, exactly what it's doing, and it's 25 years now. And how can I save money, $7 or something? It wouldn't make any sense. It just would not make sense to do it. Uh, and that's why I'm telling you, be very careful, because right now, when times get bad and times get uh, oh, all mixed up with the, you know, with the political stuff and everything else that's going on they always there's people out there making you money and they're coming to the homeowner so be careful with your money that's all i ask you to do i'm not gonna get into politics and stuff because it's always a little crazy but uh the world the war all that stuff uh but if people will come to the american homeowner and i want you to really save your money and be very careful with it all right cutting edge tile removal is a company you can call if you're going to redo your your floor that can remove your tile dust free how many of you, this is the perfect way to re- do this, are suffering from all that pollen, all that yellow dust everywhere, all that yellow dust on your car? Let's say you don't even suffer from it. It doesn't bother you a bit in your nose. 
but it's all over your car. It's all over everything. When you take tile out of a home, that dust is not yellow. It's going to be gray, kind of, you know, kind of a gray brown. And it's going to be all over the place, just like that. And it's not going away. It just moves around. It's like the, the Sahara Desert. You know, the, the sand dunes move back and forth. Uh, it's still there. And so when you pull all that stuff out, you think you're cleaning it all up. But if you look at what the uh, uh, the contractor who cleans up the, by hand takes all the old tile and thin set and grout out and what they take with them compared to what, say, cutting-edge tile removal will do when they take it out, how much debris they take with them, there's a big difference, hundreds of pounds of difference in some cases. So when you're going to remove it, remove it with someone who can Remove it all. Clean, clear, beautiful. That's what you want. Cutting edge tile removal. These are the people that can get in and get it out and get everything out with it. And when they drive away, you pay them. Your floor is beautifully prepped for the next floor coming in. And all that dirt and debris and dust, just like you see on your car right now, is not in your house. You have more pollen in your house than you will that stuff. Uh, it's it's just not going to be there. It's going to be gone. And they're the only people out there. It's a proprietary thing. You won't hear them. Uh, where they have accessibility, any other company, but cutting-edge tile removal. So go to homeshowradio.com. Take a look at the video. It doesn't cost anything. See what you think. And if it's for your next project, if you're pulling out old tile, stone, what, even even glue-down wood floor, and you want all the dust and debris out along with everything else, it's a call to cutting-edge tile removal. Take the guesswork out of your next project. Get advice from Tom. Then get help you can trust. Get an expert who meets Tom's standards. A certified home show pro. Mueller Steel Buildings. Made in America. Made to last. Concrete Raising Corporation. Save your sidewalk. Save your driveway. Save your money. Door Clearance Center. Any door, any size. If it hangs on a hinge, you'll find it for less at the Door Clearance Center. Find Tom's directory of trusted home show pros anytime for any project at homeshowradio.com. Now, more home show radio with Tom Tynan. And we're going to go ahead and end hour number two. This is going to take real quick, and we've got a couple callers holding Matt and Joe right now. We're going to get right to you after the two minute break, three minute tops. Uh, but I got to get stay on the clock because this is our last and final hour coming up, and we're off the air at eleven o'clock today. So I will tell you quickly about Abacus Plumbing. Well, quickly, I'll tell you what I need to tell you about them, and then uh, going to grab a cup of coffee, and then I'll talk to Matt, and then Joe after that. So you guys just, if you want to put your phone down and hang hang just a couple minutes, we'll get right to you. But Abacus Plumbing is a company you call when you have a plumbing problem because when you do, you got to fix it. Plumbing, no matter what it is, water coming in, water going out, you, you, we take this for granted. We are so lucky in the United States of America because I know people that live in the Philippines and other countries, they don't have running water. They have to go down the street and fill a bucket up. Yes, and that's they're very happy to have that. They're like, this is great. It's not just down the street now. They move the pipe up closer to the house. We just turn it on no matter where we live and we have water. Not necessarily the best. I don't know if some of you would drink it, but when you go to Flint, Michigan and all that. But you've got to have plumbing, and you've got to move human waste. There are places where they bury it in a hole back behind the village. We don't have to do that, especially with 4 million people. There are many built villages with 4 million-plus people living in a very closed area. So we have to protect ourselves. If you go back in history, the Black Plague, you can't have feces all over the street. It's being a problem in other cities. And you know what? Diseases are going to start spreading, and we're going to have – it's going to make COVID look like a walk in a park. they got to be careful with that. 
Uh, and we don't need $5 million bathrooms either. What we need is a plumber at our home taking care of our stuff and doing it as they should, and that's Abacus Plumbing. They are professionals. When you have a plumbing problem, you need to call a plumber, get it fixed, and then move on with your life. It's something that should be an easy phone call, and it is. 40,000-plus people in this town call Abacus Plumbing, and they know how easy it is. And you can, too, just by knowing this number, 713-PLUMBING, anytime you need a plumber. It could be something really important to you at the moment, like you need a water heater because you're taking a cold shower and you don't want to take another one the next day. So it might be hot water. It might be sewage coming up, which is you don't have time to wait for that. you got to get on their emergency run on that one. Or it could be something fun, like you want to put in some new sinks and stuff in your in your kitchen or bathrooms. They'll do all that, replace toilets with new New higher toilets where you don't have to go down so far. All kinds of stuff. That's what they do. They're plumbers. Abacus Plumbing. You can definitely count on them. 40,000 plus people in this town do. I do. You should too. 713 Plumbing. Getting the yard and garden you really want is easy with help from the Home Show Garden Pros. Houston's leading independent locally owned nurseries come together Saturday, 7 till 9. Hey, man, I've listened to your show for years. I've really enjoyed all the information you put out there for all of us homeowners. Answering questions anytime at homeshowgardenpros.com. Videos, advice, tips, and the Garden Pros podcast. Always on, always free. Helping you be a better gardener. The Home Show Garden Pros, Saturday, 7 till 9 on Sports Radio 6. And online anytime at homeshowgardenpros.com. Stay tuned. Home Show Radio will return shortly.